0: No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com, code, program. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at LinkedIn.com slash spoken. That's LinkedIn.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.
1: Hello, I'm Andrew Jupin, Steven Sadak, Eric Siska, and we hate movies. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the program. Thank you for tuning in. As always, welcome to week two of four of the most recent Listener Request Month. Uh, This week's call comes from a fellow named Bob in the great city of Boston. Bob had this to say. Hi, this is Bob from uh, Boston. and I really think you should do the movie Food Fight. It is an amazing film. Uh, Everything about it is completely abhorrent. Uh, The message, the animation, the acting, the puns, it's just something you have to see to believe thanks man bob you and like nine other people were like this food fight movie we all thought you were crazy then we watched it i still think you're crazy (laughs) why would you watch this on purpose i don't know why anyone would watch this on purpose it's like worse than those fucking bird demic movies all that crap i feel Here's why it's worse than those movies. They made those movies and they're like, we're making a bad movie. Isn't that hilarious? These people thought they were making a good movie. Really saying something about products and and, and consumerism in this country.
2: This is a real authentic failure.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it had the highest expectations. Animated movie, like 2002, when when they wanted to make this movie, like, hey, look... Computer animation's all the rage. Hey, ever see that Toy Story 1 and or (laughs) 2? You know what? If you... All right, here's the deal. You start making a computer animated movie, right? And you kind of have most of it finished. And then someone steals the hard drive where all your animation is on, which that's a classic mistake, by the way. (laughs) It's called backing up your work. But if that happens, right? You know what? That's a sign. That sign is telling you... There's no reason to try to make this movie
2: again. Or I feel like they were struggling making it. It's like, you know, I thought I could make one of them computer movies. (laughs) And, oh, my God, it's so much harder than I thought. Burn the hard drives. Just get, like, like, let's let's just, you know, get some insurance money or something. I don't know. The...
1: The amount of, the lack of computer animating skill leads me to believe that somebody just got a virus on their hard drive. <laughs> somebody clicked up a pop-up and like, ooh, tits. And then just like, oh no, yeah. I lost the movie. I would totally posit that there was a lot of pornography consumed <laughs> while also trying to animate this movie. That's correct. Well, I got two monitors. I could, I could do both. Look, I can
2: make this kid's film, and I can look at hardcore pornography <laughs> all at the same time. Oh, no, I mixed them up. Now I got <laughs> pornography in the kid's movie, which is pretty much what happens.
1: This is a sexually aggressive children's film. The double entendres, some of the animation on a couple of these lady characters, there's a couple of close-ups on crotches, like, really Really uncomfortable shit. Well, and everyone's, like, hot. Like, it's not like, oh, you know, Belle from Beauty and the Beast. What a pretty lady. It's like, no, these these chicks are hot,
2: man. Yeah, you got to have, like, mini skirts on
1: <laughs> Mini skirts and leather outfits
2: and schoolgirl outfits. You know what? It's time, yeah. to, it's time to teach <laughs> little Billy the birds and the bees. Let's throw on Food Fight for the afternoon and just uh, help figure it out. We can talk about this now or later, but what is with animators
1: trying to make things sexy or like getting their little sexy jabs? Oh, like into the, the the hidden Disney things. The little hidden Disney things. Just like sometimes, yeah. Because they're creeps. Oh, these little kids are gonna watch. They're gonna see this dick. <laughs> I'm an animator. This priest in the Little Mermaid weddings, he's got a huge fucking dick. I mean, I feel, all right, here it is, right? Like, at least. I'm it, warping a generation. At yeah. least back in the days of like the hand drawn animated movies, yeah. right? It's like you're just drawing these fucking things frame by frame. You get a little tired of it and draw dick in for fun. Isn't that great? You may or may not look like Tim Burton, <laughs> Disney animator for a little while. I'll tell you what, if Tim Burton is ever, for a second, even, like, you know, there's any sort of suspicion raised about something like that, like a Jeffrey Jones situation, he's going down. (laughs) You can't look like that and then be, like, you know, on the cusp. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Tim Burton doesn't uh, show to a lot of children's charities. He'd like to. (laughs) They don't want him, though. Maybe he wants to help out with the children's charity, but it's more like a... Thanks for no thanks, Tim Burton.
2: <laughs> Excuse me, sir. This is a private. Ev- oh, wait, you're Tim Burton.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, the animation in this movie, by the way, looks like a really shitty Nintendo 64 game. Oh, yeah. It's, it's Conker's Wild Ride or whatever the fuck that game was. <laughs> it's like Donkey Kong Country.
2: <laughs> it kind of, it does look like Donkey Kong Country. It's Donkey Kong Country, the feature film. Right, I guess that should- would have been better.
1: For yeah. the record.
2: Oh Donkey Kong. Donkey country is, movie is a compelling character. <laughs> Donkey. Mr. Donkey Kong. <laughs> yeah, first name basis. <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: let's get at what this movie is. Um we're talking about when the lights go out in your supermarket, all the icons get highlight that word. All the icons of all of the food mascots. Run around in this magical world that exists in the supermarket but also has like a functioning sun and grass and streets and a whole cityscape. And, and Charlie Sheen plays Dax the dog detective who's, you know, he's your, uh, your, your leading man. And Brand X shows up and things get a little crazy. Ah, man, there's so much loaded in there already. So, yeah, like, where is in Toy Story? I mean, there's going to be a little bit of a Toy Story comparison here in this movie, I feel, right? So where is in Toy Story, like, Andy leaves his room and turns the lights off? All the toys come to life, and they, you know, diddle-daddle around Andy's room. But it's like, Andy's toy chest, we're jumping on Andy's bed, Andy's windowsill, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, like Steve said, this is like a cityscape. They're not and around the supermarket on the shelves and in the aisles and shit. I mean, they do to a degree. But there's also just this world where there's
2: skyscrapers. And you don't know what dimension they're in or how it, that works. It has to be another dimension. <laughs> like another dimension that exists in the same space and time as your grocery store late at night. It just like switches or you, something. There's like a... We just can't see it? There's a doorway we can't see. <laughs>
1: But like, they have like buildings like uh like there's a there's a ripoff of the Chrysler Building, a couple of Russian dome churches, uh, a couple of like you know uh, like ancient Japan looking buildings. But at least Toy Story is is in that in that mode of like you know I wonder like the little kids always have that that fantasy or that wonder like do my do my toys come to life when I when I put them away? Like, no. <laughs> well, maybe I did. But <laughs> no one is sitting around a grocery store like man. Wonder what happens when fucking these lights go out. What is Count Chocula up to? What's he? What's he doing? You think Mister Clean's just walking around, patrolling the streets?
2: Yeah. I would like to picture uh, Captain Crunch is a is a unsavory character to come across because he's a <laughs> he's like a pirate, right? Yeah, like, he's a pirate. Like, Got you, <laughs> Landlubbers <laughs> yeah. and all that. Yeah. Yeah. The city's besieged by Captain Crunch. He
1: fucking eats that toucan, Sam, because he's hungry. The Trix rabbit gets skinned alive. Just, uh, just to send a message. <laughs> <laughs> we don't, then he cut his hand off because he's a fucking thief. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> he's a dirty fucking thief. An eye for an eye, Trix rabbit. <laughs> Get your hand over here. Yeah,
2: there's probably a good amount of Bible laws. <laughs> Bible Times Law down there, but this
1: is going off of an a, 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 even older animated tradition, earlier than Toy Story. Like all those old Looney Tunes. I think there's a, a bunch of different companies did this where it was like you go in the bookstore and the bookstore closes and all the characters are like the covers of the books or they're singing around and like or, it's all it's very punny. It lasts for three minutes, but they're all like still within their world. Right. They never ever. I've never seen this before. Where you go to a different exist, a different plane of existence. Like at least like uh, like another comparison you can make to this is, uh, like, Gumby, right? Yeah. And, you know, Gumby could go into the book, and it was like, oh, you're in a western book, Gumby? That's fantastic. Now you're <laughs> in the old west. But if Gumby was just walking around the playroom, he's just in the fucking playroom. Like, there's not a Gumby tower where Gumby's corporate headquarters is. I like the idea of disinterested co-workers that are not interested in Gumby's life at all. They're just like, <laughs> oh, what, you go to a western book this week, Gumby? That's great.
2: You were, you didn't Decide to be born a blockhead and you, and you just became an accountant and you're like working for Gumby code. It's like, yeah, great boss. Hey, fellas, this weekend I went 20,000 leagues under the sea. Yeah, and I had to invoice all that
1: shit. <laughs> Stop expensing your voyages, Gumby. How will you make money? See you later. So the main character of this movie is the Charlie Sheen voiced Dex Dog Detective by the way that's his that's his Christian and family name Dex Dog Detective and for some reason he is charged with the responsibility of protecting this city from all the bad advertising icons that are trying to what rob people I, we meet him on top of a hot air balloon where there's four Hairless hamsters that just look like testicles with arms and legs. And a giant rat, which is, like, voiced by fucking uh, uh, Harvey Firestein, And they're in the middle of some sort of heist.
2: I got a lot of questions about this. But, for, <laughs> but first off, I think he's charged with defending everyone because he's Indiana Jones as a dog.
1: Yeah, he is dressed as Indiana Jones. You were named after the dog.
2: <laughs> but this rat. Uh is he like an icon of something or is he a rat that's in the supermarket after dark trying to eat up whatever? That would make more sense. That would be uh, But this movie never how does that. does this rat get zapped into that plane of dimension? No, because yeah. I think
1: everything has to be this other dimension because like it would be cool if like oh man, what happens when the rat shows up? That's like, you know, fun. But no, no. This is just like, <laughs> you know, fun. Hey, that's fun. But like the the, the rats like dress like the the so he, he's got to be a fucking.
2: But who would buy something with a rat on it? Like, oh, this giant, big, fat thief rat. But that's mm. the well. Here's the thing, though,
1: right? There's like there's food icons, but there's also, like I said, Mister Cleans around. So maybe oh, there's like a fucking rat poison <laughs> rat thing. <boys. laughs> I'm rat poison personified. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe the, there's a labor yeah, dispute know. and somebody left a flyer and it's just like, <laughs> oh my god, the union's going to come here and everything's going to be different. I mean, yeah, I like that idea of the, the strike, the union strike <laughs> balloon rat. I love seeing that around New York. It's just like, oh, that, you see it and you're like, oh, those people are fighting for something. Walk away. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> I'm not going to take your flyer, but it's nice. You're trying. I feel bad for you. Plop, 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 plop. <laughs> Better change, put my iPod back on. I'm yelling, keep fighting the good fight from across the street. <laughs> so, Dex Dog Detective's got a lady friend who's a half 12 year old girl, half a cat, <laughs> raisin icon that he's clearly having sexual intercourse with, voiced by a 2002 Hillary Duff. I think that's something that's very important to keep in mind. I'm pretty confident. These voices were captured back in 2002. I think so, too, because it wouldn't make sense otherwise, because you would lose all your... They must have lost so much money animating this twice. They wouldn't have been able to afford any of these people.
2: You know what this uh, Charlie Sheen dog needs is a child bride.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She must have been, what, 16 when this was filmed? and She's all like, ooh, what are we going to do tonight? And Charlie Sheen's just looking at her, and he's 48. It's so fucking creepy, and... uh, Ah, ah, it just skeezes me out. Like, you're in the recording studio. Like, you're probably not doing the scene together. No. You can imagine Charlie Sheen, like, walks into the booth. He's like, ah, uh, so who's playing the, the, the raisin cat girl? Who's my <laughs> girlfriend? <laughs> and they're like, oh, uh, the Disney Channel's Hillary Duff. Uh she the mom on that show? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or <laughs> what are we talking here? No, she's the just-of-age teen starlet. <laughs> As long as she's of age. Also, who's buying rais? Why would there be a sexy sort of cat icon for raisins? Like, Don't I- you want to fuck this raisin cat? Mm. <laughs> la 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 la
2: Well, I, I certainly want to taste those raisins.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's trying, and this is this goes towards the really creepy animation in this movie. But she's like. Got a gigantic cleavage. She's wearing short shorts, dancing around like, hey, Dex Dog, detective, Shake. <laughs> so much wiggling. It's like a fucking Tomb Raider yeah, game. No. Can we talk about <laughs> the, the dead eyes of all of the characters? The deadest eyes. Because that's the, the number one thing of animation. If you want to... That's the first thing you have to animate because that's the only thing that puts a soul into whatever thing you're it, animating.
2: It's okay. They're corporate icons. No soul.
1: <laughs> They're just staring at each other like, Hello. Hello love. And like, this, this glassy-eyed Sims glare. Uh, yeah, they that's right. They look like the Sims exactly. They may as well have like a fake. There's just oh, talking. Oh, like... ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: ooh.
1: Ooh. don't <ooh. laughs> <laughs> Let's
2: Let's the, the Yeah, show.
1: the rest the rest of the show, right? Just as Sims. <laughs> <laughs> that would be way more entertaining than this movie. So one day Dex Dog Detective is God damn it! This is what I'm doing with my life. I'm saying I'm saying Dex Dog Detective into a microphone. It's his name. <laughs> it's the dog man's name. By the way, he walks up tall and wears pants like a dog, and he's got a neck like fucking Hugh Jackman. Like the throat <laughs> on this dog's incredible. You're not gonna put any choke collar on that dog. <laughs> He'll kill you. <laughs> He's got no tail either, which I guess that's a good thing, question mark? Well... I wouldn't have, you know, been surprised if this movie had, like, a little hole in his pants and he's just walking around with this <laughs> yeah. little dog tail. He looks like uh, McGruff the Crime Dog mixed with Indiana Jones. Right.
2: I, you know, I guess, I think he's a private dick in this, but it'd be great if he reported to, like, a chief that was McGruff the Crime Dog.
1: Oh, wow. That would be some great crossover. Get the D.A.R.E. program involved? <laughs> Why the fuck not? Well, hold on. We don't allow charities anywhere near this food
2: fight movie. <laughs> uh, For profit only. Actually, we're trying to get kids hooked on stuff. Sorry.
1: <laughs> so, Dex Dog Detective uh, is going to propose to his cat lady girlfriend uh, with a
2: 4-carat ring. And no, no, no not diamond. 4-carat as in Four little carrots that come together in, in, in one ring.
1: Isn't that hilarious, everybody? Aren't you just rolling in the aisles of your packed theater, watching <laughs> food fight, just You're enjoying it? Packed Danish theater, or wherever the fuck this was released.
2: <laughs> where it's not even about a grocery
1: store. <laughs> None of it translates properly. Uh, so he's going to propose to this cat lady, and uh, uh, she gets kidnapped. Uh, there's a distraction. Uh, his best buddy and soon to be best man at their wedding, voiced by Wayne Brady, is Dan the Chocolate Squirrel. Oh my God! Why are we making these things up? I mean, what, 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 what Chocolate Squirrel? Who's uh, <laughs> like? They, it's all like that bullshit, uh, like key food brand stuff. You're like, that's a bull. that, that that's not real. That's not that's a real not thing. Real. I don't want my, my, my sugar flakes. They're clearly frosted flakes. Uh, I feel though that they weren't allowing the, the major players of the advertising icon world to be main characters because let's say like Tony the Tiger is the hero of this movie. Well, you know, like the, the Charlie the Tuna people are going to be like, well, hey, Charlie the Tuna could be a clear hero in this movie also. So you got to like make up the fake. Characters to have the bulk of the the roles, I guess.
2: So this movie exists in a world where not only this stuff is happening, but there's also cinnamon sleuth cereal with Dex Dog Detective on it. Yeah,
1: he is a yeah. You're right. He's a uh, he's a cereal icon, which is. Neither here nor there, and it doesn't make one bit of difference.
2: It doesn't matter. It's never really it's never mentioned actually. It's just in the background ones. They say it's the essence he's the essence of it. Like, do we get into that? Like the
1: idea that they're the souls of it? Yeah, they're all supposed to be like the souls of these products in the grocery store. So like are there God damn it. We're thinking about this in this way, but like are there multiple Dex Dog Detectives in all these different grocery stores? Is that what we're talking it's like about? Alternate
2: universes, right? or do all their the, all, does all that corporate energy channel into one central soul, and it's only within this world where magic is happening, or, or this one, not world, but this one supermarket?
1: Oh, so like Ed Asner's supermarket. Ed Asner, by the way, another person doing a voice in this movie. Uh, yeah, his store's like the hub for all of these like grocery icon. Our souls to I, I, I kinda like know. the idea of there being a, a bunch of different ones, and then like the Spanish bodega, everyone's <laughs> speaking Spanish, and like everything's <laughs> a little dustier than it needs to be
2: that's perfect that, 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 i would go with that there, <laughs> yeah. or it's like sliders, right
1: like that's yeah, kind yeah. of you know they could they could slide to another grocery store dimension I'd buy that, or also. there's
2: like a Stargate, yeah, I just wanna
1: <laughs> food <laughs> fight Stargate. <laughs> uh so the cat lady is which is her name is like sunshine or something yeah just daisy sunshine uh she's kidnapped and we cut to six months later where dex dog detective has just dropped out of the pi game allowing for the what steve mentioned earlier brand x so they're supposed to be like the generic brand garbage product, which, I mean, it's kind of stupid because I buy generic brand stuff all the
2: time. They're not villains. Well, it's cheaper, and it's the same thing. No, well, you know what? You're a goddamn Nazi. <laughs> you should always be buying Hawaiian punch.
1: That guy does not make an appearance in this movie. No, he's no, he in it. Does he? Yeah, he's, like, kind of ha- mentally challenged. Like, he does. He, th- th- there's a, we'll see where he's like, brah, and he doesn't say anything. It's like he was in a car accident. <laughs> He's the Gary Busey of the advertising icon world,
2: <laughs> where he was like a boxer that got hit too many times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. oh, his, his punching days are over. <laughs> he just shows up to public appearances, and I was like, "That's sad."
1: <laughs> Wasn't it like he was always punching people though? Like he'd be yeah, like, yeah. "Hey Bud, how about a Hawaiian punch?" And they just slug somebody. <laughs> <laughs> well, fine,
2: he finally slugged the wrong guy. <laughs> it's just beat him within an inch of his life.
1: He slugged the icon from Mike Tyson's punch out and beat the shit out of him. Yep. So this brand X garbage, we're introduced to it by a really wacky Christopher Lloyd oh, in boy. the real world comes into this store and he's like just doing his Roger Rabbit character. But he
2: looks like he's having like 30 seizures at once or, and, <laughs> and a stroke. He's just shaking and going like crazy and, and his head's, like, the size of six
1: fucking grocery stores. <laughs> and you don't know if that's bad animation or, like, later on, spoiler alert, this character isn't all he's cracked up to be. That's right. Uh, so, I mean, I think that's what you're, you're supposed yeah. to be like. Oh, that's why he's acting this way. Uh, but so he comes in and he's like, I'm from the corporate office and I'm bringing brand X products here. <laughs> and Ed Asner's just like oh, really? I didn't get a letter about any of this. And they kind of, like, storm in, and then it's, like, cut back to this bullshit universe, and that product takes the form of Eva Longoria Parker with another sexy cartoon character oh. with even boobier and hippier than the last one. <laughs> and she walks into Dex Detectives. And by the way, here's where we're, we realize... Uh, this movie's gonna be nonstop Casablanca references all over the place. Well, Dex Dog is also like a movie buff. Like, they go into his apartment and he's got like all these bullshit posters on the wall. One of my favorite of which is 12 Hungry Men, starring Lee J. Cobb Salad. <laughs> <laughs> Man, his fucking corpse was spinning when somebody wrote that. Uh, I was more a fan of
2: Dial B for Burger, <laughs> you know, starring Grape Jelly. You know, I would mean, just say what you guys want. I saw Cobb Salad in a great performance of Hamlet once. (laughs) But I love this about this is because within this universe, there are now these movies that are like Hitchcock parodies and stuff Yeah, that I guess they go to the movie theater in this supermarket world and they watch foodized versions (laughs) of our
1: movies. Well, there's this weird thing where they have to keep making food puns no matter what. Like, I would love it if like... Charlie Sheen's like, yeah, let's grape let let's grape jam out of here. And Wayne Brady's like, why did you say that? I don't know. I can't I, help myself. I just wanted to say, let's get out of here. But I just said, let's grape jam out of here. <laughs> Dude, that's weird. It's because we're in hell. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is our punishment.
1: Man, if these turned out to be the souls of real people, just this was their hell, this ridiculous grocery store world.
2: <laughs> Cut to us in 50 years.
1: <laughs> It's like that Twilight Zone: five characters in search of an exit. Just, they just—they don't
2: know what they are. Like,
1: why am I a dog? <laughs> why are you a chocolate squirrel? Oh
2: my god! Uh, just touching on the Christopher Lloyd thing once yeah. again, because when he gets into this grocery store, he takes a bag of chips off the wall and throws it on the ground. <laughs> and four—I actually really like
1: uh, Ed Asner's character here. Is this like really sweet old grocer? And he's like. "'That was a perfectly good bag of chips!' Never enjoyed by anybody. Ah, survival of the fittest. (laughs) And it's just like, I love how sad he is about this bag of chips (laughs) never reaching its full potential. I mean, again, that's where you can see something like Toy Story and someone's like, oh, poor little toy. No one played with it. It's a fucking bag of chips. (laughs) There's 60 other bags of chips on the shelf right next to it. I raised that bag of chips.
2: (laughs) I fed it every night. But... Just the idea—a a corporate rep's not supposed to walk into your store, and grab merchandise <laughs> off your your wall, and throw it on the ground and step on it. <laughs> Spoilage. <laughs> okay,
1: five finger discount, Asner. <laughs>
0: you know you gotta pay for that. <laughs> Please.
1: I'd love it if he just turned around and just like killed him. <laughs> I'm taking over this store. <laughs> So she's Lady X this Eva Longoria Parker. Yeah just uh, I like most uh fun family fun food icons. She's a bo- she's in like complete bondage outfit like okay oh, yeah. And she has like these Nazis behind her. She's like, "Hey, this is here's the Brand X team." And it's like this big reptile Nazi and a small short like cirrhosis Nazi. Uh the cirrhosis Nazi is supposed to be a potato chip by the way. Oh really? Uh the Nazi character, and, and we're not just yucking it up here. They are clearly Nazis, yes. and we'll exemplify it more definitely a little later on. This Nazi, voiced by Jerry Stiller. <sighs> Someone's having fun with something.
2: <laughs> and, well, hey, take that, Hitler.
1: <laughs> and they just come in, and they're like, yeah, the Brandex All-Stars. You know, here's Chip and Reptilian Guy. <laughs> Why would you buy a bag of chips with a Nazi on it? I, I absolutely, there would be, I don't care what the savings are. There's a fucking gleeful little Nazi on my bag of chips. I'm not going to buy it. Yeah, there's Rite Aid brand <laughs> stuff, and then there's Brand X Nazi paraphernalia. Well, you, you
2: know, you're getting 100% pure white potato. <laughs> Just... Well, actually, maybe not. <laughs> Might be the opposite. It depends on what they, I don't know. I don't know how this world works.
1: So there's a scene a little later, like they, whatever, they walk into his club, which is the Copa Banana. <laughs> Get ready. Uh... Keep going. Keep on going. And he does the old, uh, of all the gin joints and all the world yeah. line, but it's like, of all the milk joints and all the grocery stores. <laughs> I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. You're so far from where you started in that line. <laughs>
2: It's a yeah, it's a milk bar. That's why uh, Alex and his droogies are there.
1: (laughs) Man, I would love it if like if Dex Dog Detective was just beaten to death with a huge
2: ceramic cock.
1: God, I'd love it. There's
2: there's enough cock imagery in this anyway.
1: (laughs) So let's get in for (laughs) ultraviolence. Kill a dog. So let's, let's go rape Count
2: Chocula. <laughs> a little bit of the old in out, in out. <laughs> hey Booberry. I'm singing <laughs> in the rain. Okay, we gotta get we gotta make a an Alex Delarge like type of product now and get it into grocery stores <laughs> so this happens in this world.
1: Uh, so first attempt at seducing Dex Dog detective blows up in her face. What well, did, did you use the word seduce in a children's film, Andrew? I did. Because uh, in the next scene, she comes in and it's basically, hey, Dex Dog Detective, want to fuck around a little bit? <laughs> like, she's just like, oh, you've been missing your your sweet little raisin kitty, huh? Well, here I am. I'm Lady X. Look at all this leather. Hey, you want to <laughs> check out my Xbox? box. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, very. She's good. in a schoolgirl <laughs> outfit in a fucking like. like a oh, movie, that's right. In a movie for kids, like it's one thing when they're like, "Oh, I guess like those two want to kiss." Like, no, she's in a school. They're ready to fuck. It's DTF in the fucking grocery. Guess
2: aisle. what? Gotta learn sometime.
1: And he's like, he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I've retired from being a private investigator." And she's like, "Yeah, but you, 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 you retire from." fucking <laughs> you would tie your dick huh you hang that up too and this is all a big distraction because meanwhile uh hilariously a bunch of these icons are murdered out in the street they're getting rounded up by jerry stiller for being undesirables <laughs> And so this is what puts Dex' dog detective back in you know out of retirement back in in the fold he's like all right i gotta I gotta figure out who killed these fucking things, and he starts becoming suspicious of Brandex when the
2: very they, next w- when day... they walk in with Nazi uniforms
1: <laughs> no, 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 that doesn't set him off funny enough, the Nazi uniforms do not set him off well, do they have American history books. <laughs> Well, he's somehow seen Milka Blanca or whatever the
2: fuck. (laughs) That's so true. But but they they should have learned the lessons that they shouldn't have gone with appeasement. (laughs) I mean, we saw that with Chamberlain already. (laughs) In the ice cream
1: aisle, now they have the chocolate cost. You can get it. It's the most excellent fucking new ice cream from Brand X. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. So he's back on the case. And what raises his dog eyebrow is that uh, all the, the icons that were slain in the street the night before. Every, uh, we should explain this a little bit clearer. Uh, every, every icon, for whatever reason, in this world has their own building. Dex Dog has got a fucking cinnamon swirl cereal building, you know. Th- there's all these buildings. Oh, right? and there's also Kung Tofu, the tofu fucking dragon. And holy shit, is this the most racist thing I've ever seen? It's outrageously racist. It's a lot of like, oh, Kung Tofu. He's all innocent, and it's like this isn't the Dick Tracy and- cartoon from the 1960s. <laughs> you can't just do that anymore.
2: The town being the Nazis accuse Kung Tofu because. They have to find someone who's different. You know, right. It's,
1: yeah. Oh yeah.
2: By the way, show this to your kids if you want if you're ready to sit them down and have a talk about the birds and the bees and crystal knocks. <laughs> <laughs> That's a long after movie conversation. Oh my
1: god. Yeah, I don't not, If you show this to your kids, you should have your kids immediately taken away from you. <laughs> So so the thing that sets them off right these are they're all slain in the road right and then the next morning every character who's died their building has already been replaced by a Brandex version of that character. Mm-hmm. So Dex Dog Detective's like, hmm, something smells bad here. Something spoiled, rotten around here. <laughs> There's so many like mold and spoiled food puns, too. Except for Annie Frank's sweet pretzels, who's just hiding in the attic of the <laughs> Brandex building. Good gravy. <laughs> <laughs> Visit BetterHelp.com/whm today to get ten percent off your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P.com/whm. <laughs> There's also a weird war going on uh, with these. Well, like I guess this is why Dex Dog Detective has to keep patrolling the streets is because all the salty snacks. Are at war with the sugary snacks. It's like Crips and Bloods.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, that's why when you have something that's savory and sweet, it's just this little symphony in your mouth. It's just like all that, all that gang warfare,
1: <laughs> all that delicious gang warfare. It's a screepity. tucked inside a, a, a chocolate covered pretzel. Well, that's the weird thing though, too, because it's not just food though. There's also like detergents and stuff. Mister Clean's walking around. Oh, by
2: the way. Get your Procter and Gamble Phil. You'll see a lot of Swiffer (laughs) dusters in the background, like boxes. Now, how does this work? Is Procter and Gamble paying Food Fight in two thousand two to put them in their movie, or is it just a thing where, like, hey, this will ingratiate us to the big boys? Or I think I think they got to be getting a little something out of that. You know, they're just like, "Eh, yeah, put you in the background there. You, You help with the production.
1: Yeah, but. So, you, you, Steve, you're asking if the movie paid its... If the, if the companies that own the product yeah. likenesses paid their way into this movie? Yeah. Or if, if that's yeah. the case, it is the greatest example of American corporate stupidity. <laughs> because some... What? Some asshole walks into your boardroom and is like, I got this great idea. It's like Toy Story in a grocery store and we can put the fucking Gordon's Fisherman in there. Oh, that'd be <laughs> great for Gordon. No, Christopher Lloyd went into every boardroom and was like, ah, oh, he puts the old thing on the floor and steps on it. He's like, that's your old marketing plan, huh? I want a bad animated movie. But, I mean,. And maybe it was on a paid scale because some of the some of the icons do talk. Like Charlie Tuna's got a couple of lines here and there, but like you see, poor Chef Boyardee just at the town meeting and he's just sitting there. He's a fat old Italian man, <laughs> <laughs> poor posture and a tight T-shirt. <laughs> he didn't pay enough. <laughs> yeah, I guess Boyardee wanted in free. Hey, Boyardee sit down and shut up. Well, th- <laughs> but don't worry. There's a, there's an Italian character that keeps an, uh, an Italian moose that represents God knows what keeps it to tell everybody to forget about it man and talk he, about making no sense like you know if you're gonna have a fucking moose thing either make it sound like bullwinkle or make it canadian That'd be great. You know, I mean, you know, whatever. That's a little bit stereotypical towards Canadians. <laughs> but I mean,
2: I, why is it Italian? <laughs> a moose. Italian-American. It's like a New Jersey. Yeah, this fucking Jersey.
1: Fuck, oh, fuck, forget about it. I mean, this fucking big moose. He and of call, course, he owns a restaurant, by the way. But he keeps calling Dax Dog Detective da Boss. He's like, oh, Deboss Boss is going to come back, and I'm going to be in trouble. <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's just stupid. He doesn't know how things work. <laughs> Like, no no no. That that detective is not your boss. <laughs> also, use your moose brain. You're a
1: moose, he's a dog. In the animal kingdom, you are the boss. <laughs> yeah, you're
2: gigantic. Step on him. Just <laughs> step on that dog. <laughs> just grave the moose, just stepped on him and he bled out on the street. <laughs>
1: I'd love if that was the end of this movie. Oh, is this the end of Dex Dog Detective? Why, yes, it is. Actually, the, the, the moose drives over his head like fucking Frank Vincent in The Sopranos.
2: <laughs> the, the Nazis put a hit out on the dog. <laughs> why do the Why do the fuck when the Goombas will do it for? <laughs> Let them fight amongst themselves. <laughs> so
1: the other big like plot mystery here is Dex Dog Detective is like. Wow, Brand X kind of smells like something that's familiar to me, but I just can't put my hound nose on it. <laughs> so they go to what I guess is supposed to be the icon for like an allergy or like a mucinex type thing. Yeah. It's just a, it's a scientist with a huge nose. And it's a like kind of Professor Frankie. Yeah. And they're like, you know, oh, hey,. Professor Snot or whatever. (laughs) Like, why don't you you put your nose on this? We got to sniff out what all the ingredients
2: are. Oh, excuse me. I'm going to spray my boogers everywhere and on you.
1: It's just and it's there's a big fart in the beginning of this movie. There's a fucking like mentally challenged frog with a crown on its head. And he's like da, and he farts. And it's like just a big gas thing. It's disgusting. There's the, the gas boogers, boogers. Like Dex Dog Detective gets covered in boogers, and his only reaction is, "Oh great!" Like what? No,
2: you're covered in like six gallons well, of snot. That's what the kids know and love. Okay, you got your farts, you got your boogers, you got your sugars, <laughs> you got your big tits on your advertising girls. Hey. Hey, what if we put cum in this
1: movie? Get out of here, other animator. <laughs> yeah, it'd be great if it if he just shot all over the place.
2: Speaking of shooting all over the place, <laughs> this uh, chocolate Dan Oh yes, squirrel, thank you. He's got this great he's got several great lines. He flies around in this airplane, catcalling women all over town. He's 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 the biggest pig of this place. <laughs> He starts yelling, "Mama Sita!" at some woman saying, "Yo, sweet cakes, nice packaging. How about some chocolate frosting?" Yeah. Fro- frosting. Yep, yeah. There's
1: your there's your semen joke, Steve, right there from not My semen joke. All right. I didn't it's the semen anything. joke you so desired.
2: <laughs> you 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 animated
1: this, right? It's not the semen joke I wanted, but the <laughs> semen joke I deserved. <laughs> but also, here's the thing. It's this world is inhabited by fucking rabbits, monsters, and a bunch of white people that that don't seem to be mascots or icons or anything. Like just pretty good looking, good shaped white people. (laughs) It's just the Sims. They are. They're all Sims. They're Sims just diddling about
2: this movie. (laughs) We got locked in the store after dark. What's happening? just ate, ate Ed Asner's peyote?
1: <laughs> I, I would love it, right, if... Um, That's a perfectly good peyote, but... <laughs> it never even realized its potential. I would love it if this movie ends, right? It's like, Dex Detective saved the day. And it just like does like a... <laughs> and it cuts to real life. And it's just Ed Asner. And his face is down on a desk and he just kinda like wakes up and he's like just been looking at a picture of Mary Tyler Moore all night. And he's just like, ah, oh, Peyote. Just gets up. You see like a poster for up in the background.
2: <laughs> That'd be another great conversation with your kids. Why was that old man talking about peyote?
1: Well, peyote's a really strong drug, kids. <laughs> He takes season three of Lou Grant on DVD, <laughs> and puts it in, and just starts watching old Ed Asner episodes. Oh, poor Ed Asner! I mean, yeah. that's genius. He's great, but I mean, this is the big question of this movie, right? Like, who had what on these people that they agreed to do this movie? Money on money is but, what. Is. Where, that's. I, I mean, yeah, right. Like you're right, but the bigger question then is. Where was this money coming from? This is the biggest scam in Hollywood history. <laughs> that this person raised enough money to be like, yeah, it's a Toy Story in a grocery store. Give me a billion jillion dollars and
2: I'm going to pay all these like, you know, B-level at least actors. I think it's like, you know, that 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 uh, the producers type of thing where you could make more money with a flop than you could with a hit potentially. You Unless the hard drive
1: money. of your flop gets stolen <laughs> for a decade. Do you think the animation on the original movie was better? It would almost have to be. It couldn't be worse. Anything well, you're imagining be. in your brain, if you haven't seen this movie or seen screen caps, is better than what this movie is. Like, right. even the stick figures are better because they're expressive at least. I'd watch a stick figure movie. It'd be great. It'd be very avant garde. <laughs> Uh, So their whole thing is like, you know, Dex Dog Detective and Wayne Brady as Dan the Chocolate Squirrel are trying to get to the bottom of you know what is you know what is actually going on with Brandex, and it's like revealed pretty rapidly in this movie that they are just taking over this town. There's no real mystery of like you know like you want it to be a uh, kind of like a Stepford Wives thing, right? Like they do start brainwashing like all the little icons, and it's only Dex Dog Detective and Dan the Chocolate Squirrel left. No, but there's now. It's not just a couple of Nazis. Now there's
2: fucking soldiers in the streets goose-stepping. There's fucking Nazi eagles all over the place. Yeah, but you know what? I know uh, tensions are pretty high right now, but uh, I'm going to go take in a California Raisins concert.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The California
2: Raisins. Yeah, they're headlining at the Copa Banana. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh,
1: We should go. (laughs) The California Raisins, by the way, Successful ad campaign to the point where there's toys, their own TV show. They are slumming it in this movie.
2: <laughs> this movie needed that goddamn Noid. <laughs> Honestly, so Noid. Yeah. Noid?
1: that's the question of the hour. Where <laughs> the fuck was the Noid?
2: Do you think he was one of like, um, he was like the Joker to Dog Detective? <laughs> Like they had this ongoing battle for years, (laughs) and you finally just murdered him.
1: Oh, I thought you meant that he was portrayed by an actor that died, and then they couldn't (laughs) use him in the next (laughs) sequel, even though they wanted to. (laughs) Man, can you imagine? Like, there's a scene in this movie where, like, the Noid is driving a police car, like, haphazardly hanging out the window, just <laughs> laughing and feeling the cool Chicago breeze in his face. That would be great. And his would... big, dumb red getup.
2: <laughs> he's just, he's just a big claymation asshole. <laughs> Just screwing around this town, getting all getting Dex's hair. You know, I have
1: to sit through all those commercials of that smug fucking Domino's CEO yeah. telling me how better his pizza is. You want to make your business more appealing? Bring back the noise. <laughs> That's a campaign. Hashtag bring back the noise. <laughs> Absolutely. Do it. Do it, everybody. We're serious. <laughs> Tweet at Domino's. I'm sure that idiot CEO set one up. (laughs) I love that guy. Every day he's got a new excuse.
2: It's It's like a new story about how everything went wrong. There won't be hair in it anymore, I swear. (laughs) I swear. Uh, The pizza's getting better. It is the biggest apology campaign like you've
1: ever seen. It's the whole one.
2: You were were right. Two days is too long to deliver a pizza. (laughs) We're going to get you one in 10 minutes. Uh, Three days
1: ago, a little girl said that our sauce was just ketchup and pepper. And I got really mad at her. And then I found out it was actually just ketchup and pepper. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry.
2: So now it's ketchup, pepper, and salt.
1: (laughs) I love that Domino's solution for making their crust less cardboardy was just stuff it full of grease. So it's like a fucking sponge by the time it gets to you. I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't. I didn't mean to do that. I, I, too, you're, you're right. It's too much grease. We'll do, you know what? We'll do you know what here's, here's here's what I'm gonna say. I know you're watching a Domino's commercial right now. I'm just gonna come out and say it to the nation. For the next three months, order nothing but Papa Johns. <laughs> come back in August and see what we've done, but we're just, we need a little time. It's really bad at Domino's.
2: They should just do it where, you know, we do another one of those commercials with him, and he just rips his face off, and it's the Noid. (laughs) That would be the
1: perfect ending to that campaign. It would be. It's not the real CEO, it's the Noid. Oh my god. Hashtag bring back the Noid. (laughs) (laughs) At Domino's, or whatever it is. Hashtag bring back the noise. Thank
2: God somebody's using Twitter for change. <laughs> you know what, while you're at it, at Barack Obama as well. <laughs> yeah, see what he can do.
1: Ah, uh, oh, also by the way, uh, ramping up the Nazi stuff. They totally have a final solution. They don't say final solution, mm, but, but they, she's definitely. They have one. She's talking at one. Even you know the final had, solution for grass stains. <laughs> Eva Longoria has this monologue about, like, okay, I want every last one of them wiped out and replaced with Brand X, the superior brand, and she's going off on, like, the roof of this building just yelling at people. Oh, my God. You can't be that overt with your Nazi stuff. Like... uh We've been sneaking Nazis into animation for a really long time. We love it. It's a proud American tradition. We We love it. It's totally fine. You'll see a lot of swastikas in Frank Miller (laughs) comic. Oh my god,
2: fucking! (laughs) (laughs) What was that? Frank Miller sim? (laughs) (laughs) God, (laughs) playing your Frank Miller sim could probably really depress you. If I
1: had a Frank Miller sim, I'd build a fucking concrete
2: wall around (laughs) him and trap him. I think that's what he's done because of the government. And the minorities and women. That's what he's done to his career. He's built a nice
1: concrete box for himself. (laughs) You can have the goose stepping hyenas and the Lion King. Sure. It's totally fine. We get it. You know what though? Those
2: hyenas weren't dressed in fucking SS garb. Yeah, the one problem with that movie. (laughs) Could've had a little, you know, you know, nice Hugo Boss uniform here and there. Just go for it, man. Do it. Just riff.
1: Uh, so they decide, like, the the battle's going to come between, you know, the good people of Grocery Storeville or fucking <laughs> Toontown or whatever you're going to call this place and the Brandex people. So they're going to have a food fight! The fourth time there's a food fight in this movie, by the way. There's some playful food fighting earlier on in the film at the Mm -hmm. Copa Banana. But this is the serious fucking we're going to kill your family food fight. I don't understand the logistics of this food fight. They're just like they're throwing like literally
2: ketchup at people. They're burning (laughs) to death. and It's like, what is that? How does that make sense? Pickles are exploding. And and to show you how far they push the Nazi element in this is they have V2 rockets of whipped cream. Yep. That's part of the Access's battle plan in, in sieging this city.
1: One of Dex uh way he's going to hold the fort down in, in Icon Town is uh, he's going to scald these Nazis with boiling hot <sighs> chocolate. Yeah. And we got to have a marshmallow joke put in. <laughs> I would love it if they cut to Swiss Miss just over in the corner just like, <laughs> nope. The Quaker Oats guy isn't getting involved because he can't go to war. (laughs) (laughs) He's tending his farm. I'm just going to be over here tending my oats. (laughs) Going to make it into meals soon. I didn't tell you how to raise your children or use your religion.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I would be living out there in the farm with that guy.
1: There's a a really brutal scene in this movie where... um, Eva Longoria and her Jerry Stiller Nazi and the reptilian guy take that farting frog hostage. Oh, yeah. And they're just like, it's weird because they're kind of harassing him like, hey, frog, you got to be part of Brand X. And he's like, I'm fighting. (laughs) And they're like, okay, have it your way. And she's gonna like $50. cut his tongue out. Like they pull his tongue out, and she's got this. What is it? Like it's
0: a, like
2: a straight razor or something? Yeah, exactly. Or is it? A, or is it like some type of Nazi dagger? It a Nazi or
1: dagger. And the other guy's like, "Oh, this is so exciting!" And it's like his nipples are all hard. Yeah. Like yeah, the the reptilians doing a uh, what's his face impression. It's like Alan Rickman or Yeah, something. he's doing an Alan Rickman <laughs> voice. So you got Alan Rickman fake, and Jerry's still like, Oh, you're going to get it now, frog baby! <laughs> just like, oh my god. And I don't know man. where they get, you know, he jumps away. They're like, let him go. We'll get him later.
2: Will ya? <laughs> I'm like, you know, we were just talking about hot chocolate for a second earlier, and I just wanted to quickly mention that uh, Daredevil Dan the Chocolate swirl. <laughs> daredevil dan the chocolate squirrel ends up sleeping with lady x a lot and uh there's a line here that says uh what can i say chicks dig chocolate yeah. and there's a she also says something about how much she loves chocolate later on we, a little bit of sexualized a little bit a little, <laughs> like, little bit you know who also likes chocolate
1: Larry Miller, the gay Count Chocula. Oh man. Count Chocoolia, which is I believe as far as they get from saying Count Chocula. And he's like, you know, he's just a bat in a bad lounge suit with like an open thing, and he's like, I'm a vampire bat, I'm gonna fuck you. Like he's just he's like, <laughs> I love that? chocolate.
2: Is that like a chocolate flavored wine cooler? <laughs> <laughs> That's the only place I could see this guy exist. There's one, there's a moment
1: at the, because of course this is a stupid, terribly made, incompetent movie. So while the credits are rolling, we have to cut back to all these things they couldn't figure out how to wedge in the movie in the first place. And there's Larry Miller like dancing, this fucking gay bat just (laughs) dancing. And he's like, what do you expect? I'm light on my feet. Get it? And he says, get it. I'm like, yeah, I get it. You're a gay vampire. Congratulations.
2: (laughs) And Also, soon after that sequence, we get to see the goddamn squirrel macking with ladies again. Oh yeah, he's talking to to like three ladies at once, and he's like, "Come on,
1: bring it in," and they all kiss like, him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, ha That's ha Sims talk. ha uh, so Still. the the ha uh... ha Dex Dog Detective's final solution to get back at Brandex. Uh, you know, we mentioned there's this world of all these food products, and they have buildings and a rising sun and airplanes. Apparently, uh, they also have weather systems because the plan is they're going to put a bunch of. Uh lightning rods all over all of the safe buildings and this lightning storm is somehow going to be caused and the Brand X buildings aren't going to have the lightning rods on it. so They're all, all going to be struck by lightning and destroyed. Uh, what? Okay. That's a thing that happens. That's the plan. That's you, the final solution. It's a bad fever dream. The whole thing. <laughs> it just doesn't make a fucking lick of sense. Like, it's easy enough to do a thing where, like, you know, we're all supermarket fucking icons and like, oh, my God, here comes the generic team, which is the worst thing that could ever happen. Let's have a big food fight. And we're over.
2: It. There's lightning storms and Nazis and gay vampires. <laughs> and Dr. Nose apparently finds out that this Brand X stuff is addictive. Oh, oh it's
1: also addictive. Oh, we haven't, addictive. Even we
2: haven't even mentioned the robot bees that
1: kill people. <laughs> Yeah, Eva Longoria's bees. got this like fleet. It's like this armada of robot bees that are just killing all these icons. What, so is- I, I, what, do I, what do I want? Do I want Coke today or robot bee cola?
2: I guess I'll go for robot bee cola <laughs> or is it, instead. Or is it just like artificial honey?
1: <laughs> robot bees would have to be on like an energy drain. Yeah. Like, you know, it's a robo bee. You buzz around like a bad fucking. <laughs> <laughs> That's all written out. <laughs> That's all on the can Once we can finally swear in primetime Eh fuck it has to be A great ad campaign (laughs) Well it's just like when uh, What's his face on Chicago Hope Hector Elizondo made TV history When he said shit happens And it like rocked the world It's that same kind of casual like, "Eh, What do you want me to say shit happens It's gonna be ah fuck it it's cuz it, you know what it it can't be. I want to
2: fuck you. I'm
1: going to fuck your brains <laughs> oh, out. No, no,
2: you can't use it as a verb.
1: Please. No, but fuck it. Or maybe a fuck you. Nah, it's all fuck it. It's going to be off oh, fuck it. I'm waiting for that. What do you think? 2017 McDonald's or go fuck yourselves. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's a good slogan. <laughs> Got. I mean, we got to hashtag bring back the Noid. I mean, we got to bring would, some honor back to this a- advertising world. You have to. The yeah, CEO
1: least- is disgracing himself. <laughs> Buddy, two words, the Noid. <laughs> You're welcome. I just saved Domino's. Somebody needed to. You <laughs> <That'd be laughs> just starts a campaign. Hashtag save Domino's. It's just like, I don't know how to run this company, but I don't want to give it up. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Like, how great could it be, right? Like, you're watching the dumbass pizza tracker, and it's like, Jeremy is putting your pizza in the oven. But instead of just this faceless robot text, it's the Noid. And he's just bouncing around on the pizza tracker status bar, Noiding all over the place on his pogo stick. Was the pogo stick in the ad campaign, or was that solely the Noid Nintendo game? It might have been the Noid Nintendo game. I I don't
2: know what the fuck that Noid was up to. How do you know?
1: He was kind of like the burglar of Domino's,
2: was he not? He was just a little troublemaker. Right. He would make you annoyed.
1: (laughs) Oh. You're annoyed that it's taken so long for Pizza Hut to get there. Come on, Jeremy. (laughs) Man, (laughs) I will tell you. My dad once took one guy to task because he was 31 minutes late. Stop. Yeah. That poor kid. He had to come in the house and call his manager. What? (laughs) Meanwhile, your family's pizza is cold by the time (laughs) this dude leaves. (laughs) This guy's done humiliating himself for $9.50. Your dad's yelling at him like, keep that pie in the heating sack.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The heating sack. I love that thing. Oh, man. So I got to mention that IBM is mentioned in this, and IBM has, like, a little computer DNA guy that comes out. Was that an actual IBM mascot? I thought it might have been, but I found no record of it online. That might be because IBM controls the computers. I just wrote a note that said "computer ghost" <laughs> <laughs> because at one point
1: Dex, Detective, and uh, the 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 Chocolate Squirrel go into Ed Asner's office. Like they somehow come into the real world. They fucking go buy him on a soda uh, on a soda bottle that's uh, spitting grape soda all over the place. And Ed Asner's like, oh, "I'm too old for this."
2: Well, because he's tripping on peyote. <laughs> <tripping the>
1: <laughs> maintain, Asner, maintain.
2: Well, it's he saw that bag of chips be destroyed, so it's like I've already seen innocence lost. <laughs> so he doesn't care about the sodas guts flying. He's got PTSD over that <laughs> broken
1: bag of chips. Well, that and clearly Korea. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's got a little bit of Korea in him, for sure. <laughs> That's never going away. So they hack the net in this one ridiculous scene, and they're trying to figure out, like, products that have been recalled like if you go to like product jail or whatever it's because you've your products been recalled and it's just like this old prune lady uh, they, yeah they're like oh man her prunes never sold a box she's not sexy at all who's gonna buy that food
2: <laughs> who, who wants to, to buy
1: at her- food from a goblin <laughs>
2: what's looking at an old lady when i could look at it Chick, I want a bang. <laughs> oh, man, these, these raisins are so good. And I'm so horny yeah, eating them. No, no, thank you. I want to have the raisins. So at least give me a little action with my f-
1: dried fruit. Uh, so they also realize the only other product that's been recalled is, oh my God, sunshine, grapes, whatever the fuck. The cat lady. His girlfriend. The weird anime cat girl. <laughs> yeah, she's right out of an anime. Oh, yeah. Uh, so he's like, oh, that's weird. I just thought she was kidnapped or something. Plot points, I but guess.
2: I, I guess I could have gone into this office and found out where my fiance was and how she probably died. <laughs> For six but. months
1: with, Lord knows how long that is in fucking dog, in spokes dog years or whatever the fuck. <laughs> in dog detective years. <laughs> So they wage this all-out war, and you know most of like the regime is defeated. The lightning's destroying the whole city. All the Nazis are getting killed.
2: There's the uh, with those with those rocket bees. <laughs> the, I just had a note <laughs> here. I noticed that that what was it, the Vlasic pickle guy. Oh <laughs> so yeah, Vlasic he's there. pickles there. He's like. Him and Larry Miller go up against this robot B Luftwaffe <laughs> to mixed results.
1: I feel like everything happens in this movie to mixed results. <laughs> they, Ray Fides is in the tower picking off the plastic pickle guy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there's a there's there's a stinky French cheese guy that that sing, that leads us in a French resistance song cuz we're going to put the Nazi thing even further. In your face.
1: It's the Nazi thing, but we also have to parody the scene from Casablanca where we're singing the dueling national anthems. Uh Like, are you fucking serious? Who? Like, I understand, right? Like, the formula for a successful animated movie these days is, like, stuff that kids can just watch and be idiots about. And, you know, things that can attract adults. But not just straight-up parodies of better movies. Fucking Michael Curtiz is rolling over in his well, grave this is, with this. It's also a parody of World War II. <laughs> Jerry Stiller says, I was only following authors. Oh, yeah, that's right. There's a whole Nuremberg <laughs> gag in there. fucking
2: Nuremberg jokes. That'll go over well with a 10-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> they just hag him. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. They should show them being hanged and like how about <laughs> Jerry Stiller putting a cyanide capsule on his potato face while he die <laughs> and then he dies in the cell.
1: He like he like pulls out a false tooth and fucking <laughs> swallows
2: it. For I'd a thousand it. year
1: Reich <laughs> <laughs> Oh my and god! And the Jolly Green Giant is George, smiling. He's trying <laughs> to fucking figure out who the mole
2: is. <laughs> no, man, the Jolly Green Giant would have been a welcome addition.
1: <laughs> yeah, that'd be great if at the end they like they have to. It's easy to write this movie. You got to go to the Enchanted Forest to get the Jolly Green Giant to come in and fuck yeah, shit up. You to
2: talk to the Keebler Elves to yes. find out where, he, where he's been sleeping for so long to there's, bring him back to save the day. There's definitely
1: some bootleg Keebler Elves in this movie. Because yeah. the uh, uh, Wayne Brady's little chocolate squirrel crashes his plane into what is clearly the Keebler Elves tree. But they're all like dwarves. And they're like,
2: oh, no, now we got to
1: move. <laughs> Look how great classic gonna, keebler elves now joke we,
2: now we got to move in with snap crackle and pop
1: <laughs> so they're all defeated except for <laughs> Eva Longoria Parker and the the two nazis or i believe Jerry Stiller like runs away cuz he's a coward but yeah. the reptilians still around and they're back at uh the the headquarters, her headquarters. And, um you know, she reveals that she's had the little raisin cat all along and, and whatever. And, like, the Nazis got, like, some sort of weapon stuck to her head. It's like a weird gun that looks a lot like it would be like what you would use for Roger Rabbit to administer dip. Like, it's just <laughs> like this green thing that you don't know what the fuck's going on. It looks like it's in, like, a caulk dispenser yeah. kind of a thing. And he's, he's going gonna to blow her away.
0: Right.
2: There's one part there, too, where I, I don't, he saves her, blah, blah, blah. And they're, they're well, down into the street. But he saves her in terms of, like, he jumps and he shoots the guy in the heart. With, yes. with the with the ch- with the caulk gun, the
1: caulk dip, whatever it is. Yeah, the Nazi gets it like right through the chest or whatever. I mean, it's really he
2: soils it's, himself. It's, yeah, it's like, oh, I wet myself. <laughs> I mean, the movie
1: is really like violent, and there's death all over the place. Like you think about again, like something like The Lion King, where there is a lot of action. There's a lot of fights, but like. Mufasa dies, and then Scar just kind of dies at the end, like you know what I mean? Like he goes in, into a fiery pit. You know, you're, you're pretty sure he's yeah, dead. Yeah, he falls, and it's whatever. And actually, the hyenas eat him to death. It's pretty awesome, but still, <laughs> like it's just it's one death for the biggest film. But this guy's just getting murdered. All these like little fucking beautiful little icons just get killed left and right. And what's crazy? Or left to- and right, I should say. <laughs> Sweet Nazi pun. There you go. Uh No, but the weird thing, too, is they're constantly like, I'm going to kill you. And like, oh, they're killing us. Like, in all those movies, it's like, (laughs) we're dying. (laughs) It's always like, you will be
2: destroyed. I'll
1: destroy you. This is like, you're going to fucking get killed. (laughs) You're going to get murdered.
2: (laughs) Got to learn sometime. I'm going to see
1: your little Chips Ahoy brain splattered all over 4th Street. And then I'm going to
2: fuck your lady.
1: (laughs) I thought that the... (laughs) I actually was afraid that the, uh, the Raisin Girl wouldn't come back, but at the end she'd be the Black Dahlia. Yeah, she's just on the fucking side of the road. <laughs> well, there's half of her there, and there's half of her there! <laughs> oh, no! It'll never be sunshine again! <laughs> So the last piece of business in this movie is Christopher Lloyd comes to town. You're like, oh, my. Because, you know, all the Nazis are dead. And it's like, oh,
2: we're running Brand X out of town. Christopher Lloyd, as we understand, a human going into this world. Exactly. He's in it like Godzilla-ing
1: all over the place. It doesn't make sense if we're in this alternate reality because there's a fake sun somewhere. Like, how (laughs) does he enter that atmosphere? I love it if Christopher Lloyd, like, bumped his head on the sun. Ah! He's burned his forehead and
2: he's just moving around like so you gotta at least look up part of this movie if not watch it just to see how Christopher Lloyd's character moves around it is the most bizarre thing ever it's strokey McJigglesworth <laughs> I mean, he's just walking all over
1: the place and so how do they bring it down does he also get struck by lightning he might I don't know who gives a shit he falls down he, uh, he probably just like has a, a, one, another stroke <laughs> it's finally the one that did him in <laughs> And like he falls down and his face opens up to like oh my god his brains but no it's <laughs> Evil Lagoria and a, like he's a big Power Ranger. He's like fucking <laughs> driving the Megazord. It's a fucking Gundam. <laughs> fucking Pacific yeah. Rim shit. Yeah,
2: she comes yeah,
1: robot jocks.
2: He comes, she comes out of this thing and explains i guess the whole thing she explains the whole thing about like how she used to be the prune lady but then she went to
1: brazil and got plastic surgery And like how'd you get back to brazil and she's like honey when you look like this people do all sorts of things humans
2: she says humans when you look like this you can get them to do anything even if you're small so she's like four feet tall and some human guy four feet some yeah, four inches. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, four, way. Four five. fine. Yeah, four inches tall, and some dudes that some dudes that are just like backpacking through South America <laughs> are taking her with just to ride their whatever.
1: Like, how does this even work? Well, I mean, what is? Because she's what are, having what, sex with humans. What are the physics of fucking a four inch thing? A four inch thing that's like maybe a quarter inch wide. I maybe, really don't
2: know. I mean, maybe how- she
1: found like a Brazilian scientist that had his like own shrink ray. <laughs> just and went just, down, like, shrunk himself down. Like, all right, let's do this. How do you perform plastic? <laughs> how do you plastic surgery that's four inches tall? I what you go to a maybe- doll maker.
2: <laughs> so, in the world of this movie, there's also a Brazilian mad scientist who wants to have sex with a little, little tiny miniature woman.
1: And also, how did she engineer the Christopher Lloyd robot? That what? T-
2: millions of dollars. It has to be the mad scientist.
1: Wait a second, by the way. There's something about this that I just realized makes total sense. Uh-huh. Okay. So she says... Uh, what okay, she went Okay. She went down to Brazil as this, like, decrepit, old, disgusting prune mascot, oh, gross. right? Gross. She comes back from Brazil with an army of Nazis. <laughs> oh <laughs> she shit. found the boys from Brazil down there and she was like, come on, you can do this. We will rise. <laughs> she convinced all these ex-Nazis that are hiding out in South you know America.
2: What? Please make this movie someone. <laughs> they already did. It's called Fucking Food Fight. Where have no, you been? No, no, Open please. your eyes. I want to see a movie where in the real world played by real actors and real people a little woman that's 4 inches tall has to convince the return of na- the nazis to take over america via supermarkets <laughs> via supermarket chain that's how they do it man that, that's how that
1: is how you get the widow man's heart It's through his stomach <laughs> Uh, so then she starts beating the shit out of Dex Dog Detective and, the, uh, the, the Italian moose is there to tell us, Oh, the boss ain't never gonna hit a woman. Dex Dog Detectives lives by a code of honor. But I'm an Italian stereotype, so come here. No, he doesn't do that. <laughs> Forget about it. I'll bounce you off the walls. But then, so Hillary Duff, uh, the, the, the sex kitten comes in and she's like, but I'll punch her. And there's like a, Big old, you know, fucking... Cat. No, a sexy cat fight. It's literally a yes. sexy cat fight oh, is yeah. what we watch. I love fucking cartoon cats and fucking cartoon Nazi women fucking each... I mean, fighting each other.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I'm going to...
1: A- this is my favorite scene to animate. I should be pieing you, the guy says as he animates this. Hey, guys, idea for Food Fight 2, it's called fuck fighting. <laughs> <laughs> People are fighting each other while they fuck each other. So,
2: Sunshine literally beats the ugly back into this woman.
1: (laughs) Yeah, she punches her and she turns into fucking uh, Billy Crystal and fucking (laughs) Billy Crystal and the Princess Bride. She just instantly turns into an evil witch out of nowhere and it's fucking disgusting. Or or Billy Crystal and parental guidance. (laughs) (laughs) He's a man who looks more and more like an old woman every day. Sure does. What are you going to do?
2: So there's a great, uh, sh- she says some line, I guess maybe she's pleading for her life or something. <laughs> and and Dex Detective has this great setup to Gone with the Wind.
1: Oh, that's right. He
2: says, frankly, my dear, I don't give a spam.
1: <sighs> why, if you're on this fucking Casablanca cake, yeah. why a Gone with the Wind reference? I where, guess. where? By the way, I mean that's it. the movie's over. They get yeah. married. There's a big dumb dancing. Who gives a fuck? Uh,
2: but he's he, he's Jewish. Dex Dog Detective is Jewish for some reason. Who it's cares? just a joke for them to break a glass or something.
0: Dex is Jewish. Yeah, kosher.
1: Here's the question though: Why in the in the the, the ninety minutes of Casablanca references? Why is he not turning to Wayne Brady and being like, This is the start of a delicious friendship <laughs> or <laughs> fucking
2: whatever. Or the French guy. Yeah. French
1: yeah exactly. Because also the French guy proves himself to be like a hero at the end of the movie. Yeah. Everyone there's a lot of like, oh French, <laughs> he's a wuss. <laughs> and then in the end he like kinda of toughens up and battles back against these Nazis. Like, yeah, that's your moment to be like And Cochita Banana's gonna fuck him at the end of this movie too, if you remember. They're like wedding dates. <laughs> They were both invited, but they didn't have a plus one, and they just found each other. But the weird thing is, she's a human, and he's just cheese. So how does that work? Oh, it'll work. We also pondered how a grown man in Brazil would have sex with a (laughs) four-inch cartoon. I mean, you know. (laughs) It's a lot to think about this week, everybody. This movie was written and produced and directed by this dude, Lawrence Kasanoff. He hasn't directed a lot. I believe this is like the only thing he's really directed. However, this guy... This guy all right think about this movie that we've we've been talking about and you guys you guys watched it right <laughs> folks at home if you've seen food fight you know the quality of this film right this guy used to be or maybe still is uh, also a, a working producer in uh-huh. Hollywood these are the films that this guy has produced okay okay i'm just going to do some of them here but i mean this is this is ridiculous so you've got yourself where do, I, where do I want to start? Okay, here we go. 1989, Dream a Little Dream. The two Corys movie. It's a classic. Also in 1989, Blue Steel, Jamie Lee Curtis cop movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, got to keep going here. Also in eighty uh, nine, big year for this guy. Chud 2, Bud the Chud. Nice. 1990, class of 1999. Not bad. Okay, then we got uh 1991, Ghoulies 3, Ghoulies Go to College. Uh, that's a little much. It's stupid, but this is where things kick into high gear. 1994, this guy was an executive producer on True Lies. What? The director of Food Fight is an executive producer on True Lies. I, I'd be more surprised that the director of Food Fight had a conversation with Jim Cameron, ever. <laughs> Just conversation. <laughs> uh Producer on the first Mortal Kombat movie. Classic. Producer on Strange Days, producer on Mortal Kombat Annihilation, a Mortal Kombat TV series, and that's kind of it. But I mean, that's fucking True Lies, Blue Steel, crazy. like what are we doing? I mean, I could just. But the thing is, I can see in a, in the most cynical way possible, this movie makes sense. It's just like you know, hey. It'll be great. All this product placement will get a ton of money. you know. And it's, it's like those animated movies. Those kids, those are – it's a license to print money, these movies. They don't cost a lot. Right. And all of it – but it just went so terribly wrong. It's so deliciously terribly wrong. And again, though, like this is exactly what we were talking about last week with Boondock Saints 2 All Saints Day. If it takes you 10 years to get this movie made – there's probably a reason why it shouldn't ever see the light of day. I know that's not the case for all movies. you know. I know there's a struggle to get your film made. But if your movie you're struggling to get made is about a bunch of fucking cartoon advertising <laughs> icons that live in their own world and fight a bunch of Nazis. I want to fuck and just want to fuck everything. Cartoon frogs, Aunt Jemima, whatever.
2: Daddy wants to fuck.
1: <laughs> Maybe your movie shouldn't get made. That's all I'm saying. And that's Food Fight. Yeah. That's, that's thanks Bob from Boston and eight other people that called in about Food Fight. I mean, we we heard about this movie as far back as like when we were doing the Worst of 2012 and all these people were like Food Fight better be on there and I was like, "Oh, fucking Food Fight the movie? What's this? Oh god, this is this. I would recommend this movie if you uh-huh. haven't seen it. It's a bad movie. It's uh it kind of epitomizes everything I hate with animated movies today, which is your you put so much more emphasis. I, I kind of just, I'm not a big fan of celebrity casting and animated movies in general. I we think were just talking about this yesterday. Yeah, it's garbage. I just think that, you know, it, maybe you could have one or two, but like with the whole the whole point of it is, is all the cast is all these big celebrities. I mean, not only are you just like forcing actual real deal voice actors out of like Hollywood films, you're also just you're putting the money in the wrong spot. Like, put yeah. it into the animation. Put it into the story. Show me something that I've never done before. Have that, like, Walt Disney or Pixar, like, pioneering animated spirit. But most of the stuff is just, like, fart jokes that's crudely drawn and with celebrity voices that you love. And that's what exactly what this movie is. And fucking and tits and Nazis. Everything a wholesome child's movie needs. Eric, would you Speaking
2: recommend it? Speaking of Nazis, I feel like when I watched this movie, my face was melting off. <laughs> I <laughs> just looked into the Ark of the Covenant um I would not recommend it I, uh, and I think the message is so terrible it's like basically saying like you're never allowed to buy a store brand because that's in akin to fascism yeah and you always you must obey your corporate masters you have to oh you only buy mr. clean God fucking damn it
1: <laughs> well yeah and Mrs. Mean, it,
2: buttersworth you <laughs> I mean, what kind of lessons are we teaching our children? What kind of future are we hoping for? Corporations are just Americans, Eric.
1: They, they, you know, you don't want to take money out of yeah, their hard, hard-earned pockets.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, maybe they shouldn't have murdered the Noid then.
0: Because <laughs> we got to think about these things, you know. <laughs> so like if sorry. if
2: they're people, they got to be held accountable as people. I say try Domino's as an adult,
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> preferably in Texas. <laughs> I'm sorry,
1: guys. Uh, I'm sorry, too. I would not recommend this movie. I've seen this movie twice now. And. God, no. Just fuck it. It's a a horrible message. (laughs) It's a horrible message. It's horribly written. There's nothing funny about it. All the voice acting is fucking lazy as shit. Like, no. There's nothing appealing about this. You want to talk about Nuremberg trials? I want to have the food fight trials where the fucking people behind this movie are put in front of a judge and it's just, explain yourself. (laughs) Explain this movie. Explain to me why you thought this was a good movie because it's one of the worst ideas (laughs) since fucking moving images were invented it's that terrible and i'm not being hairy hyperbole <laughs> and i really wish we were able to have a roger ebert review of this movie because he, he would have gone north on this shit he had a chance he just said no Thank, <laughs> thankfully yeah you're right he was he was too classy to review food fight not us uh. <laughs> Speaking of classless, if you want to get a hold of us, uh check out our website, WHMPodcast.com. Uh all the episodes in the back catalog are there. Check out the FAQ and uh hey, maybe kick in a little bit of a donation. That's on there too. Uh Facebook.com slash we hate movies. Also follow us on Twitter. We are at WHM Podcast. Hashtag bring back the noid, everybody. <laughs> Write into the mailbag if you got something to say, questions, comments, concerns. We all hate movies at gmail.com. Subscribe in itunes if you do rate and review there download the stitcher radio app you can stream the show and all their favorite podcasts on the go uh blame it on outer space eric's show conspiracy theory takedowns in a comedic fashion the first wednesday of every month blame it on outer at blame space pod on twitter and their facebook page facebook.com slash blame it on outer space. And that shows on iTunes and Stitcher as well. Our good buddy Chris Cabin who's not here today to talk about Food Fight the lucky bastard uh, over at Slant Magazine Slant.com uh, Remember we got the new theme song uh, that's going to stick with us for the duration of the show. It's made by our good friends in Hurrah, Bolt of Light, uh, New York City rock and roll band. Check out their stuff at hurrah, bolt of lightcom They got a record out called Hello. Buy it on iTunes It's really great.
2: Come out in May yes. May, May uh, 24th 9.30pm. The People's Improv theater in manhattan
1: uh the pit-nyc.com for ticket information uh like eric said friday may 24th nine thirty p.m we are talking about cocoon 2 the return we'll get our brimley on and it'll be a really really fun time uh that's about it another request next week until then i'm andrew jupin steven say eric Sisko. take it easy